how Austin and others across the state are helping those in need as this heat wave keeps a vice grip on the state of Texas. And Central Texans are not alone in feeling the heat. The animals are feeling it too. What you can do to help care for Austin wildlife dealing with these scorching temperatures. Record high temperatures in Austin today with more records set to fall. Your first warning forecast is coming up. Hi everyone and thanks for joining us. I'm Will Dupree in tonight for Mike Rush. We start with some breaking news in downtown Austin where first responders are working to rescue a construction worker. Firefighters say that worker is experiencing a heat related illness on a crane scaffold about six stories off the ground. Crews from the Austin Fire Department and Austin Travis County EMS are on that scene now. They say they're removing the worker from the crane landing using a ropes system. This is happening at a construction site on Red River Street near the Rainy Street area. This is all a developing story at this point and we'll share any updates on KXAN.com. Going in depth, Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill last month that strips away the authority for Texas cities to make certain policies. For example, the law will remove local regulations that would require water breaks for construction workers. Critics called this legislation the Death Star Bill, but supporters say it's part of an effort to make it easier for businesses to comply with rules and regulations across the state. That law is set to go into effect on September 1st. As a record heat wave maintains its grip on Texas, ERCOT is issuing another weather watch today. The power grid manager expects the state to have plenty of power to meet all the demand, and it's not requiring anyone to cut back their usage. However, for those without any air conditioning, the power remains little for their safety. Across the state, cities are opening cooling centers and water stations, offering a lifeline for Texans without any reliable shelter and water. Our Ryan Chandler shows us their experience and how the state can help our neighbors in need. It's difficult. It's no bueno. It's hot. It's hot. It's hard, Roberto says. This time of year, the worst time to live on the street under the searing Texas sun. He gets by under the shade and with the help of strangers. Austin is offering free water and cooling stations to the public, bringing a lifeline to the most vulnerable. A welcome reprieve under 104 degrees. And all across Texas, the state is preparing resources like these to help Texans cool down as we gear up for this brutal heat. There are things that you can do to uh, try and minimize your heat exposure, like staying hydrated, like seeking shade, and finding a local cooling center near to you. The Texas Division of Emergency Management is pointing Texans to local resources through their statewide map of cooling centers. All disasters begin and end at the local level. One of the tools that the state is able to utilize is this cooling center map. For Roberto and those who need it most, the help of fellow Texans is the best resource he can find. Como ustedes que tienen ahorita dando agua ahorita a la gente, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good, that's good. People dándole agua a la gente yeah. a la que está aquí en la calle. Pero lo que es caliente es caliente. No es bueno salir nada más a la calle o que es caliente. Ryan Chandler. KXAN News. 
You can find the cooling centers closest to you by visiting the website for the Texas Division of Emergency Management. That's tdem.texas.gov cool. Going in-depth now, ERCOT's weather watch is starting today due to increased demand in this intense summer heat. The weather watch lasts from today until Tuesday. ERCOT will be monitoring conditions, but for now it says grid conditions are expected to be normal. There is enough capacity to meet the demand. On Thursday, the power grid set a new record for an all-time peak demand. It exceeded 81,000 megawatts. It's anticipated the state could go past that high mark this upcoming week. Last year, 11 new peak demand records were set. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, today officially the hottest July 16th ever recorded in Austin, and we have 125 years of record keeping in the books. High temperatures so far today in Austin at 106, beating the record uh, of 105, and it's possible that before all is said and done, this may be revised upward to 107. This is about to break an even more impressive record. This was our seventh day in a row of temperatures at 105 or hotter. The all-time record for that was nine days in a row back in 19. 1923. We are forecasting that we smash that with 12 days of this extreme heat expected in a row. It's 105 right now. A few broken clouds on the Austonian weather cam, but they have not kept temperatures down much. Upper 90s in Fredericksburg and Blanco, just about everybody else at or in most cases well above 100 degrees. Coming up, I'll show you the update on where we stand in terms of one of the hottest Julys in record keeping history. A full work week of record high temperatures to come and when a chance of rain actually returns in the next week. All right, thank you, David. A fire on the 4th of July displaced a family of five in Elgin. The family and some firefighters say something needs to change when it comes to fire department staffing. This is the Cooper family's home on Basket Flower Bend. Travis Bastrop Emergency Services District 2 says the call came in around 2 in the morning on July 4th. The chief says the home was engulfed when crews arrived. The family got out safely and one of the firefighters ran in to save the family's puppy that was still inside. Tonight at 10, we dig into what some are calling a firefighter staffing crisis. The Moore Peak Fire is still active and burning tonight in Llano County. At last check, that fire burned more than 700 acres and it's now 95% contained. We want to show you a live look right now from Llano. You can see a lot of the land charred there, especially on that ridge from the brush fire that started on Thursday afternoon. According to officials, the fire likely started by someone in the area operating machinery. Just last Monday, Llano County put a burn ban in place for that entire area. As these triple-digit temperatures persist in central Texas, it's not just residents feeling the heat. Austin's native wildlife is too. The Austin Wildlife Rescue receives hundreds of calls each day for injured or abandoned wildlife. The summers are always its busiest months between the heat and baby season in full swing. However, in this latest stretch of heat, staff members said wildlife seek out water in neighborhoods and in people's backyards, with the organization receiving more reports of dehydrated animals. The rescue said neighbors can place bowls of water at a distance from their home to offer some reprieve without inviting the animals into their living space. Staff members added residents should not feed any wildlife though to avoid making the animals dependent on humans for food. It's tough out there in the wild even on uh, even on a nice fall day so uh, you know on these dreadful summer days anything that we can do just to help a little bit I think it just goes an extraordinarily long way. We have more details on how to safely care for wildlife especially during baby season online now at KXAN.com.
Several wildfires are burning in one California county with the biggest scorching thousands of acres of land. Plus a look at a very unique collection, how one Dallas woman got hooked on collecting vintage uniforms from more than 20 different airlines. The internet helped the Dallas woman's collection obsession take off. Most people do not get too excited to shop for old uniforms, but Deborah Brown is not like most people. Noelle Walker has her story. I've got them back to 1950s for American Airlines. Pack your bag for a quick trip. Back in time, yeah, just even if it's my memory. I uh, have always been into vintage clothing for years. In here, vintage is current. C for travel. This I only put on for special occasions. The boots are very rare. These boots were made for flying. And here's Braniff Emilio Pucci with the umbrella. I mean, that's what was so special about Braniff. Designer label flight attendant uniforms. And here we are. Deborah Brown got hooked at a Braniff fashion show. And then they've even made me an honorary flight attendant. So went home and started shopping on eBay. About 12 times a day, <laughs> at least. That's a lot of uniforms. I mean, we may get a knock at the door right now. I'm expecting a package today. She has 122 uniforms. My Trans-Texas Airlines. From 22 airlines. This is um, Pan Am. Edith had designed their outfits. TWA had Ralph Lauren. Many. I have the space helmet for Braniff. No longer fly. So it was a whole different, you know, uh, time frame. And there was glamour. People dressed up to go on the plane. So these are, are pretty valuable. Uniform shopping has never been so glamorous. Well, what other uniforms are there? Waitress uniforms? They're, they're pretty interesting, too, I'm sure. Um, don't get me started. I may start on that. She'd need a bigger guest room for that. Girl, I am trying to collect the whole collection. SpaceX launched a new round of Starlink satellites into orbit. Overnight, a Falcon 9 rocket topped with 54 satellites lifted off from the Cape Canaveral Space, Floor, Space Force Station in Florida. Today, the Falcon 9's first stage returned to Earth for a vertical touchdown about eight and a half minutes after the launch. Meanwhile, the Falcon 9's upper stage kept carrying the satellites into orbit. Today's launch marked the 16th flight for this particular booster. At least three people are dead and several others are unaccounted for after severe flooding hit Pennsylvania yesterday. Officials there said a torrential downpour caused flash flooding in the Washington Crossing area that caught many drivers by surprise and left them trapped on the roads. Emergency crews arrived to the area and began rescue efforts. Officials said at least three people were swept away by the floodwaters and found dead outside of their vehicles. At least four other people remain unaccounted for as search and rescue efforts are ongoing there. Three wildfires are burning in Riverside County, California. They all broke out on Friday. The largest is the Rabbit Fire, which burned 7,000 acres and forced evacuations. There are no reports of any injuries at this time, and firefighters say there is no containment on the Rabbit Fire. Crews are all working on all three wildfires in very hot, dry conditions, and they do expect a busy week ahead battling these fires. David, you know we've seen these fires acting up just right here at home. 
Thank goodness that Llano County fire did not turn into anything bigger right. or more destructive. But yeah, we're on the watch because this is one of the most, the longest stretches of extreme heat that Austin has ever seen. Let me take you outside right now to one of the cooler spots, believe it or not. It's 101 degrees out near the Austin airport at our Dell Valley camera. You can see the green fields starting to turn a little brown. A few mid and high clouds today, but those have not produced any rain and they will not this evening. Factoring in today's high of so far 106, another extraordinary day in Austin. We, for the first 16 months of July, 16 days rather, are in the second place for one of the hottest Julys ever to date. And notice our current temperature day and night over 90 degrees so far this month. That is actually catching up pretty quickly to last July, which ended as the hottest on record. Will we top that? Honestly, it's looking more possible. We'll have to see. Heat alerts are currently in effect area-wide. We've got a heat advisory through 9 p.m. Monday for the Austin area and most in our viewing area. Excessive heat warning a little more serious out in the western hill country. National Weather Service says they will actually upgrade many of us, probably Austin as well, to this more serious heat warning tomorrow. Hasn't happened yet, though. Yes, this has something to do with climate change. Our partners at Climate Central have a peer-reviewed method of finding how likely a given temperature like 106 today is in today's altered climate, which we have changed by burning fossil fuels and increasing the amount of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere versus how often it used to occur. And look at this. Tomorrow's heat, another extraordinary day, made at least five times more likely by the way we've changed the atmosphere. Current temperatures statewide really quite hot. 104 in Del Rio, 108 in Laredo, 105 still at Camp Mabry in Austin. But look at that, 75. That is not a mistake up in Shreveport. They've got a nice convective system, a big uh, complex of thunderstorms moving from Dallas-Fort Worth into Louisiana. Never was expected to come here, isn't going to come here. It's just so close. You can almost feel that. Out in the southwest, a remarkable weekend. Las Vegas, 113, 5 degrees away from the hottest temperature they've ever observed. Death Valley not shown here at 126, potentially challenging that 130-degree all-time record. This is actually one of the strongest heat domes ever observed over Las Vegas. And guess what? It is coming back here. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it centers itself more so over New Mexico and Texas. But then it starts to depart a little farther to the west. Next weekend, we're seeing some good signs that next weekend into early August that could open the door for a slight chance of some isolated storms. We actually do have a low rain chance next weekend, but until then it is going to be brutal. High temperatures for the next five days, record highs in Austin, 10 plus degrees above normal for the next several 108s Monday through Wednesday. Incredible. Tonight, 77 under clear skies with a light south wind. Tomorrow, crushing the record high for the day. 105 is the current record. We're thinking 108. Awful heat through the next uh, five-plus days. Next weekend, though, yeah, a little bit of relief down to 103. I'm more excited about the 20% chance of rain finally returning. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good bounce-back night for Austin FC as they were able to respond to a midweek loss in the best way possible for them. Folks at Q2 Stadium were treated to a good one last night against Sporting KC, who beat them a month ago. Good start for Austin FC, 17th minute, John Gallagher over to Jossie Zardes. He misses, but he follows for the goal. 1-0, sixth of the season for Zardes. Then in the 19th minute, yeah, that's right. Two minutes later, if you can do math, Ethan Finley scores his fourth goal of the season to make it 2-0. Awesome FC. But here comes Sporting KC in the 33rd. Off the corner kick, Danny Rosario heads it in for the goal. 
They have been on fire. 145 pointers this year, four goals scored for Sporting KC. But then in the 41st minute, uh-oh, Sebastian Driussi goes down, takes off the shin guard. So that's how you know he's done. He leaves the game. Uh, Josh Wolf, uh, hoping he's going to be okay going forward. Not much after the game he offered on that. John Gallagher misses that shot in the 52nd minute. Then Rodney Redis comes up short right here. Austin FC trying to extend that lead because it's only a one-goal lead. So, you know, trouble could strike at any minute. Then the 71st minute, Redis, another chance. That one is just off to the right. Extra time now, 94th minute, Sporting KC's Alan Polito. His shot goes right to Brad Stuver. Probably the easier save of the night for Stuver. Austin FC was successfully hold off Sporting KC, though, to win 2-1. to one, A gutsy, gutsy effort from the Verde and Black, who lost Danny Pereira and Sebastian Driussi in this one. It's not like this everywhere, and we know how, um, how spoiled we are, but it's very much appreciated. It gives these guys a, a lift, and they needed it tonight. They suffered and sacrificed um, and showed that they're ready to succeed, and that's what it takes when you're on the road or at home playing against the opponents we played against, um, you know, adversity of losing a couple very influential guys. Um, but we knew we needed to start fast and, and utilize um, the fuel inside the stadium. And the spoils go to the group because that's um, what this group is about. It's, it's a collective, and, and they find ways to grind and fight, and it was, it was awesome. The human spirit was, was awesome to watch tonight. Austin FC will turn its attention to the League's Cup. They'll host Mazatlan this coming Friday at Q2 Stadium. Pick off the set for 7.30. We're back for more sports after this. The Texas Rangers continue to create distance between themselves and the Houston Astros and the AL West. Today they went for the sweep of the Cleveland Guardians in Arlington. They've won these games in different ways. Scored 12 runs in the first game, two runs yesterday in the second. Today went different as well. Went the way of the Guardians for a while. Top of the eighth, David Fry blasts this one to left. Two-run shot makes it 5-2. to two. Guardians, second home run for David Fry, not to be confused with Drew. Bottom of the eighth, Rangers needing to come back. Nathaniel Lowe singles to score Marcus Simeon to close the gap to 5-3. to three. Next batter, Adolis Garcia. Hits this one deep to left. That goes to the wall, and that scores Corey Seager to make it 5-4. to four. 21st double of the season for Garcia. Safe to say. He's pumped, a very aggressive <laughs> fist bump right there. Then now it's Josh Young's turn with runners on second and third. He hits it into the outfield, and that brings home the tying and go-ahead run to make it six to five. Rangers, four-run eighth inning for them. Then in the ninth, final out for the Guardians. Will Smith is able to get Jose Ramirez out, and the Rangers win it six to five. We're back with more after this. Keep it here.